Right. Welcome back to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. Um, we are live right now this afternoon on Facebook as well, so feel free to join us there, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. This afternoon, we're talking about ways to increase our empathy and also compassion in our everyday life, and we've got two experts here looking into this. Joining us right now is Dr. Namisha Van Dan and also Dr. Amit Wanchu, the co-founders of OK Minds. Uh, and they are a, a platform, an awareness and education initiative that aims to promote the significance uh, of, of mental well-being. Welcome on the program. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, Noreen. Thank you so much. It's so nice to speak to you both again. So perhaps for some of our listeners, um, sometimes the term empathy and compassion is, is often used together. Um, perhaps, uh, Dr. Wanchu, can you uh, let us know the difference uh, between the two? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, I would say let's make it easier for the viewers and listeners that, you know, we always know about the timeline seconds and the short form of seconds is SEC. Okay. So starting from S, S is sympathy, E is empathy, and C is compassion. So that's uh, how we just, it's easy to remember. So when we start with S, that's sympathy. So it's generalized term, wherein you just get moved by anything that's happening around you. And many times people who are suffering from that don't, don't even like that kind of stuff because they feel that this is not a better way of uh, going with them or understanding their feelings. Then comes empathy. Empathy is basically wherein you are able to understand the person's feelings and the person, uh, it is basically also person finds in you uh, someone who is basically able to understand the pulse. And then comes the compassion. So a step further, when empathy is more personal, with more of love, with more of personal interventions, then it is compassion. And then that's why when we talk about compassion, we always use the word self-compassion first. Self-empathy we use many less times because that, that's not the word we usually put on, but self-compassion we use. So you can say that sympathy can be of the generalized crowd. In empathy can be for some people whom you know very closely, whether in your office, whether in your professional life, personal life or business circle. And then compassion should first come for your own self, knowing your own self, because where we do the mistake in life is that we never have compassion for our own self. So in nutshell, compassion, we can say closely is with you, obviously, first self-compassion, then you can have compassion for others as well. Empathy can be for a circle which is a bit broader, maybe close friends, close relatives, your personal, and sympathy is very generalized. So this is the baseline of that. And in self-compassion, it's one of the most important things that we don't give time to. And that's why you have this anxiety, stress, problem and things like that. And self-compassion in itself, you will see it's more about being kind to your own self, you know, self-kindness, uh, being mindful, uh, like let the things happen, let you open your mind to whatever problems are around you, whatever things are happening around you and let those things pass on. And the third and the most important thing is that you have to see the common humanity angle in that, you know, human beings in general share the failures, share the things which you had thought of happening in one way, but did not happen. And it's perfectly normal. None of us in human beings is a perfectionist. 
So that's where I think is the baseline of all this. Yeah, we're often our own uh, harshest critics. We're so critical of of ourselves. And Dr. Wanchu, you you brought up an excellent point, just having self-compassion. Um, Namisha, is it hard for people to be kind to themselves? Um, you work with so many different types of people. Uh, is is it quite hard to achieve that level, to be kind to ourselves? It is. It is hard. And uh, most of the time, what happened that for the same mistake, we'll not punish others, but for the same mistake, you, you will punish for yourself. Right? Because uh, somehow I feel that the expectations like with the society, with your friends, with your family members, is very different than the self-expectation you have for yourself. And um, it, uh, maybe it's a high expectation or somehow uh, we feel that uh, uh, if, if, like we, it's very easy for all of us to accept that nobody is perfect. But for ourselves to accept that I'm not perfect, this takes a lot of uh, effort and uh, energy to you know digest this concept that i'm not good at something i'm not good at so that's why this uh you know self-doubting self-beating or uh, sometimes depression and anxiety as dr one to mention all these comes uh from the thought that i am not enough so yes from there uh, but uh, i will never say that you are not enough I, but i can easily say to myself i'm not enough so that's how yeah it works but once you see the empathy part, um, it's like it again talks about how you are going to how you are going to listen to me. <laughs> okay, and so, I, I can hear you. Sorry, I'm just aware that uh, on Facebook Live, um, okay. the, the sound has gone off. So I'm just trying to fix that. I, I'm listening. I was I was going to follow up with a question, Namisha. Is that so? Empathy comes from 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 us, and we're basically able to empathize and have compassion for other people. So why don't we extend yeah. that same sort of compassion uh, to yeah. ourselves if we have it within us to be kind to other people and to be understanding of other people's problems? Why don't we have the same sort of courtesy to ourselves? Yeah. Uh so it's like uh, it's very hard for all of us to accept that I'm not enough. But it's it's very easy for me to say that you are not enough and uh, uh, to uh, like I will never say you are not enough. I will say that uh, you're improving, you're doing well or things like that. Uh, but for myself or uh, like when you go inward and try to see that I'm not able to do this or I did wrong, I did something which I should not, then it's hard for all of us to accept that uh, uh, like this this should not be the way very easy for judge yourself like uh, we take maybe like two seconds to judge others but for ourselves uh take no time to judge that uh how come i did this or something like that so uh the, because uh, you know uh, we live mostly in our mind with our thoughts and thoughts about others thoughts about ourselves takes uh, a a long journey when you go deeper and try to understand yourself like uh, i think 99.99 percent of us don't know who am i the answer of who am i right so that's how it uh, like, but i know you i know your behavior and that's how, like sometimes you feel that uh, it's better to ask about yourself from someone else uh, you know for your performance for your uh, any achievement like how the world sees you uh, plays a big role than how you see yourself and that's how there is a gap, understanding yourself and understanding others. Um, so that's how the self-compassion is different. 
Sorry, but the trouble what? is, but the trouble is, if you care so much about what the world thinks about you, that adds a, another layer of pressure. Um, isn't in life to be happy with yourself? And um, I'm not saying don't care about how the world thinks of you, but if you carry that weight around with us, it weighs you down. And caring a lot of what other people think, you know, what they think is their business. And if they uh, think negatively of 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 us, uh, and we carry that with us, it actually adds to to the stress. It it destroys our peace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Please go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Absolutely. Like uh, the way you said that we think about people. I'll just share a simple thing. Like self, even having self compassion, it takes a lot of time in order to get that. Last week, I was just driving a car in the city, and it slightly like there there was a breakdown, and in the center of the market, like. a very famous bakery and coffee shop on the side and in the traffic going on and i started even uh, practicing this i started criticizing myself that why i did not service my car now everyone is going to think about like he has blocked the traffic and things like that and suddenly in all this like whatever was going on in my thought process uh, i get a knock on my glass and this is the uh, coffee cafe boy so for a second i thought now he is going to tell me please you just move the car because we have a parking here and he just ask me would you like to have a coffee or chai or like tea oh. i was like uh, uh, because it was slightly raining as well there was a drizzle so uh, i said the tea would be fine and for a moment i'm thinking like out of nowhere he is coming and asking me so finally he got the tea and gave me tea uh, with the, it was quite hot and i tried to give the money he said no 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 you please relax it happens no problem enjoy your tea and you can take your time so most of the times what happens is like we are critical of our own self he was not bothered that my car is blocking because he could see that he is trying his best it's not happening so it happens and he was telling me that this happens is no problem enjoy the weather until you can call the mechanic so that's where we have to just get our thought process that we don't have to think what people are thinking about you because many a times what we think they are thinking about us are, is not there is not the reality Absolutely. A lot of times we think too much and we're thinking we take things too personally and a lot of times other people have their own problems they're probably 99.9% not even thinking about you, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> But a lot of the times uh, when we're having a bad day or when we're stressed those kind of things sort of increases the the awareness which is not totally tr- a real awareness because like we were saying other people aren't really sort of judging us but we think they're thinking that oh they must be thinking I'm doing uh, a bad job about this or they must be thinking but a lot of times you know people don't really they care about themselves so it it takes some level to develop that compassion and also empathy a lot of leaders a lot of companies are investing in their people and in their leaders uh, to have compassionate and um empathy training i know part of okay minds is also to do that what exactly do you do with with, with people to to increase how do you increase their empathy and compassion yeah Nisha? so uh, yes so for understanding empathy we need to um, try to see in front of sympathy so as dr vanchu also also mentioned so sympathy just take an example that uh, that you see someone suffering and you say that uh, i'm sorry for your loss or or something like that so you are acknowledging the situation okay and then empathy is like i can feel the pain what you are going through say someone lost near dear one or job or anything or 
and then uh, sympathy is more about the words you are using and uh, sometimes yeah it, it like why is it you even the person is uh, who is suffering is not saying that why it's me but people will make sure that oh you lost your father or you lost your anything you lost something and then it is bad how will you survive do you have to this responsibility that responsibility and this all create a lot of uh, like the person is feeling this much of pain the sympathy one way it can soothe a bit but not really at the superficial way it's okay you see people coming around you and uh, caring showing care uh, for you but the other side the words they are using that will just increase your anxiety uh, and the other side if it is empathy you see that one two but like people will come give you some kind of message or, or something and move but uh, to back to their life to their whatever they are going through but you see some people will come and sit even though you will they will not speak a word but just they, they will sit next to you and understand what you are going through and maybe they hug you pat you or just uh, um, crying with you or something like that that is empathy empathy don't need word but understanding what the other person is going through uh, in the terms of emotions or the feeling uh, that is empathy and uh, if you see how empathy works, empathy works in three uh, ways. One way, thought. So you are thinking about uh, something, and then you are trying to understand from where this person is coming from. So maybe you have different kind of background which I don't know, and you are saying something, and I'm not. I'm completely uh, unaware about why you are saying this one. Maybe cultural background, religious background, or any anything, any other experience make you say something. So this um, maybe I, when you are telling me your story about say childhood abuse or or any wrong thing happened to you, I can see oh I am sorry for your loss or I am sorry for whatever you have gone through. But once uh, you are telling me the, your story and telling me I belong to this background, I belong to this, and somehow if I can relate that um, like I have also uh, for example you you belong to South Asia if I'm belonging to South Asia I know the culture I know the uh, situation the background the people behavior and different things then I can better make a connect and that connect will help me to understand the thoughts from where you are coming from the, and then next thing is the feeling feeling also comes from like if I understand what you are going through then i can and if i can relate it, i can wear the cap you are wearing uh, then i can relate the feelings and likewise uh, the third thing is action so like uh, i don't remember exactly word by word the quote of mahatma gandhi he said that uh, whenever you are in doubt or you feel yourself like too uh, too much or in yourself too then uh, uh, think about the person who is like the weakest or the poorest one that the action you are going to take how is it going to influence that person so your doubt will be clear that what way you are going to so that kind of empathy is uh, at the action level so you not only thinking about the earth yourself but thinking about that if i am doing how is it going to reflect uh, to the others uh, so yeah this this is how it works and for empathy we use uh, some uh, exercise also and uh, mainly you see the full form of empathy what we try to uh, include in our uh, uh, in our trainings is like uh, mainly see the empathy is e m p a t h y so e is like uh, eye gaze or eye contact so how you are looking at others how um, what kind of eye contact you are making with others that that uh, explains a lot of things 
so m is your uh, like for example if you don't like the fruit you or the rotten food you have eaten your the muscles uh, expression will be very different so that again you will understand like for example i can empathize that you are happy listening to me something like that so this is that mus muscles facial muscle expression uh, same p e m p then p is like posture what kind of you are you very close you posture or you are open to yeah so that again uh, show that how am i going to empathize what you are saying what you are feeling what kind of actions you are going to take so uh, like that and then uh, t is again the thoughts the thought about what actions you can take from where you are coming from so those kind of thought and uh, then h and h come is like take the uh, not listen from the ear listen from the heart when you are understanding at the heart level not using your mind to understand the people's uh, feeling and the emotions then it's easier for uh, building the empathy uh, yes so like that we include all the components and make uh, our different trainings and include it in even the stress and anxiety management training we include all these components there is such an art uh, in the in the choice of words and in the language we use namisha as as you were saying just now it made me think of you know my 5 year old daughter she she came home one day in tears and she said mommy i broke my pencil and it was such a small thing but to her it was her favorite pencil and she was so sad and you know as a, as a parent i could choose to react in a way like you know i remember certainly if it was my mom she'd say oh i told you not to not to put it in your bag just like that you should put it in your pencil case this way you're not going to lose it but i just had to remember I, I i can't say like that so then i just looked at her and i and i just sort of tried to empathize with her and i just said you know it must be so hard to lose your favorite pencil and just by saying that i think she felt really validated and she can you know it, it was hard to lose your favorite pencil <laughs> you know when you're 5 it's your treasure um and then we took action and and we said um well there's another pencil um in the house let's sharpen it together and um you'll look after this one and 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 then she just felt so much better and you know we all have a choice to react in a certain way to make our employees employers colleagues friends family feel better and not sort of sweep what they say under the carpet yeah and children are most empathetic you see uh, like just few months back i was going to india and uh, there was family next to me sitting one baby was in bassinet and one 5 year old was sitting next to me and mother went to the toilet Uh, only three were there with the in the family, and then mother, uh, the baby was crying in the bassinet. What five-year-old did? He took out his pacifier and put it in the baby's mouth. <laughs> so see how much empathetic like that. I was amazed to see that boy doing this. I I was so happy to see like how. That's so that. sweet. We only have a few minutes left, but there's one thing that I have to ask. You know, in in empathizing, in 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 um being compassionate with other people, sometimes you can carry a lot of their burdens. how do you protect your own minds because you can you can sort of walk with them in their own shoes and sometimes you keep thinking about their problems and then you end up sort of carrying um you know the friends burdens or, or their problems with you uh, to, to to and it makes it affects your own mental health uh dr wanchu namisha what can you do in that situation to how can you distance yourself a little bit see there's always something that what we call as break you know whenever even you are doing these workshops or you're doing these works so many a times it's not like every day you are just doing it obviously you do it for 3 4 days then take a break and this training also the people who are basically into it 
like uh, they also are trained in a way because there's always a lines which you don't cross whenever you are into this thing professionally so and i will tell you simple like uh, the way you have seasons coming the way you have trees they have leaves in one season and when there's autumn then there is no tree, uh, leaves in another season similarly all our lives are with seasons and i will tell you we as trainer we are as coaches whenever we are basically doing these workshops what basically helps you to overcome more is that when you see the same person recouping and coming as what you had basically thought of after training and then you definitely i tell you honestly you just forget all the pain because you are focusing on this person or on two or three people or 10 people with whom we are doing this workshop so this kind of training that you are already trained to not to cross these boundaries and then when you see the result because what we have seen most of the times whether you develop empathy or uh, self compassion techniques these people they start having more motivation they start having less anxiety or stress episodes they start having more happy moments or more that uh, in the workspace they are able to contribute more and the family relationships they are able to strengthen themselves uh, they have that growth mindset and when all these things come they definitely help the trainer a lot in not crossing yes sometimes it does happen and for that what we mostly mostly suggest others is also that when you come back home keeping the privacy things obviously uh, because whenever you are basically dealing with such cases you have to so without naming or without say sometimes you discuss this maybe with your partner or something without naming the person that in this situation what would you do or in that situation what would you do or sometimes self ex- expressive writing you know you come and sit in the evening and just try to see if you would have been in this position what you would do and then that also gives you ideas that how further you can basically help this person yeah. so that's how we basically deal with it Well, we've covered a lot this afternoon. Thank you so much, Namisha and Dr. Wanchu, once again for your time. Really shared a lot of pearls of wisdom to really increase compassion and and, and empathy uh, to ourselves and to others, and look after ourselves. Can you remind our listeners? You have a wonderful uh, Facebook page as well, and I know you're both on LinkedIn as well. Um, how can we find out more about the work you do at OK Minds, Namisha? Yeah, so you can go. Yeah, you can go to our Facebook page, Okay Minds, O K A Y M I N D S, and uh, we keep on updating our work there. And you can follow us, join us uh, from there. Excellent. Well, thank you so much once again to Dr. Namisha Vandan and also to Dr. Amit Wanchu, uh, the co-founders of Okay Minds. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I've been dreaming about the West Coast.